Two years into this pandemic. So today I thought I will broaden the view a bit and ask the question, what has herbalism been helping us with to soothe the aches and pains associated with this pandemic um, beyond treating the effects or um, the situation of acute respiratory viral condition. So this is not specifically about COVID, but we talk about this a little bit too. Um, but of course, we had other things to deal with, um, you know, Having COVID probably was two years out of uh, two weeks, <laughs> only two weeks or a few weeks out of this two years. But what we have been dealing with on a daily basis um, is just that this pandemic has affected our mental health on a global scale, that many people had, for example, sleep issues or financial worries, um, that we were all very worried about our health in general because yeah what is the main factor of having potential troubles and severe situations uh, with covid is first age of course but a close second is of course comorbidity so this means your overall state of health is very very important in determining if you will get through um, this global health crisis in a safe way or not so from anything from diabetes and heart health and the overall situation of your immune system so i think uh, herbalism and natural remedies of course can do a lot in this situation i'm personally you know i'm not touting any uh, miracle herb i said this in my um, other episode about um COVID. It's episode number six, where I talked about my personal COVID protocol and what we did when my family got COVID uh, last July. Um, but of course, there are, uh, it's always more important, you know, to be prepared. Yeah, I think the herbs you take before you get it are way more important. And this should be, of course, an ongoing effort, uh, no matter, you know, if you've had it or not. There are also other calls and flus going on. We will always have to deal with this situation. So uh, cleaning up your own health problems is always a good idea and um, strengthening your immune system is also always a good idea, but especially in these times of a pandemic. So um, I identified um, how many areas, like three, four areas here um, where herbalism could and can help us to go through these trying times. So these different areas are our mental health of course yeah so there are two areas within mental health i would say uh, on one side maybe many of us needed more some uplifting herbs and i'm going to talk about some herbs that i think i haven't mentioned here ever on the podcast um, and those are gokshura and kapikachu they are mainly used in ayurveda i think kapikachu might be as well also used in no it was gokshura is also used in traditional chinese medicine and ayurveda but i know them mainly from ayurveda so those two herbs i want to mention as an example uh, of uh, uplifting herbs that can kick us out of our mood issues and uh, depression even and on the other side calming herbs so if we tend more to the direction of anxiety then we would need those more calming nervines which of course we have many effective nervines in herbalism for um, this um, objective and then our immunity as i said is still a topic very much um, yeah 
important in any situation. Our sleep, I just want to give sleep uh, a topic all on its own because it's so important. Yeah, it's, um, it's important for our immune system. And it's of course, also it can be neg negatively affected by our worrying and our mental state. Yeah, so sleep is just, it does fit in the category of immunity and also in the category of mental health for me. So I just give it its own category. And then my fourth point would be herbalism as something, you know, a meaningful thing to focus on, yeah, to make you more self-reliant. So I mean the actual studying of herbalism to your enjoyment and personal enrichment, um, going out, going outside, identifying herbs, for example. Uh, we know that being in nature has a calming effect on uh, uh, a good effect on our vagus nerve just like meditation has so you can see this as an active meditation to go out into nature for example so those are the four areas i just want to touch upon a little bit and yeah let's dig into the weeds okay um maybe i start with the mental health category um i think you're all curious to know more about those two herbs i mentioned gokshura and kapikachu so i think those are totally underrated herbs and um yeah you know maybe we might not have uh, tons of scientific studies on them but they are increasing you know and there is some data which i can uh, uh, talk to you about a little bit so in Ayurveda, there's of course a huge body of evidence and literally hundreds of years of documented use of this herb. Uh, so it's not something new, but it's, um, you know, it's not, it, had, it, it didn't, they did never get to this big success of Ashwagandha, for example. I mean, uh, Gokshura, actually, Tribulus terrestris is the botanical name. So you might have heard it um, as Tribulus. So it's also sold a lot in extract form, in capsules. It's market, marketed to men as a testosterone increasing herb and for libido and for athletic performance. So I just want to say, you know, Gokshura is not at all a men's herb or a athlete athletic performance herb, but that's what it is sold as. So we have those supplements on the market. So usually they don't go under the Ayurvedic name Gokshura, but they more often go under the name Tribulus. But it's the same herb, you know, we can take those supplements even though they are marketed uh, yeah, to a certain niche group of um, male athletes. But I just want to reclaim this herb, especially also for women, because it is, for example, a urinary tonic. Yeah, so it helps with many urinary problems. And really, this ranges very widely. So in men, this could be prostate issues. This could be recurring bladder infections in men or both men and women. Um, this could be even incontinence in, for example, menopausal women or women who have had babies and have problems with incontinence. So this can be in many, many areas. Anything regarding urinary tract health, Gokshura is very beneficial and it strengthens the libido. Uh, it um, yeah increases it's yeah it's called an aphrodisiac in Ayurveda it's not directly you know it doesn't directly increase libido like a few hours after you take it though it it might you know because of its uh, testosterone increasing effects and they are probably immediate and not to say you know we women also have and need testosterone so we have of course lower levels than men but it's also a big factor in the libido, in the overall uh, strength and um, yeah, kind of 
stamina and mood and everything it influences our self-esteem greatly also as women women and men of course but sometimes women or often women have also low testosterone uh, low testosterone levels so this would be in the case imagine you need an uplifting something uplifting uh, your mental health has declined during those last two years you feel more sad and depressed uh, and maybe your libido has decreased and you just feel more negative about everything so gokshura is a wonderful herb for uh, depressive disorders for depression including depression of course it would not be the only thing you would have to do yeah it's always good to look at gut health and other areas uh, in the body and fix everything but gokshura can be a very potent um, yeah just a mood enhancer yeah it gives you more self-esteem it makes you look out more positive into this world so it's a great herb yeah i just want to take this out of this little niche corner of the athletic men supplements yeah so we can buy this in powder form from an ayurvedic supplier i think it's always good to take any herb in the most natural form available but i'm also very open and it's absolutely a possibility to take gokshura in extract form in a supplement form in in a capsule it's very practical of course yeah so the powder might not might not taste that good for example so uh, it might be a bit harder to swallow a big uh, quantity of powder so yeah gokshura let's take advantage that it is widely available in supplement form for example and this can be an option something easy to integrate uh, easy to take during during the, your day so watch out for the tribulus supplements in the athletic men supplements category <laughs> so yeah this is gokshura so if you need an uplifting herb a mood elevator Uh, because you have been worrying too much in those last two years, you know, cancelled trips and uh, quarantine and isolation and lockdowns and all this. I mean, I think I don't have to give you examples. There are many how this pandemic has affected us all. So another good one, and I have mentioned this probably in the podcast several times, a big favorite of mine also would be rhodiola. So rhodiola rosea is also available a lot in supplement form which is very practical to take and it's basically you have to find out and take the dose that works so you rec you start usually with a capsule or two and then maybe you would take two capsules in the morning and two around midday so don't take these herbs late in the day they can be a bit stimulating those you know, this uplifting energy of rhodiola it also increases energy stamina and also both herbs yeah rhodiola and gokshura have a beneficial effect on the immune system Uh, gokshura has also beneficial effect on the lungs so there are so many other benefits you know they regulate your hormones uh, rhodiola is definitely in the adaptogen category gokshura i think it isn't because it is too specific like in the sense of um, being for urinary tract and libido you know normally adaptogens they don't have such a specific action and adaptogen is in itself uh, you know it is the definition is that it has a broad action yeah that it uh, helps us with stress and increases stamina strength helps to regulate hormones um, st uh, strengthens the immune system all that but many and practically all of those things gokshura does also so uh, it just is also you know this urinary um, libido herb so um, this is a bit the difference between an adaptogen a true adaptogen and gokshura but yeah not definitely in my opinion not to be overlooked gokshura excellent herb and yeah it could definitely it's a top herb that could 
help us with many of the mood issues associated with this pandemic. I mean, it's uh, yeah, definitely mental health issues have increased globally. Now there are many studies coming coming out also in children, in young people. So Gokshura would be only for adults or let's say uh, probably you could begin after puberty, but I would wait a little and maybe not begin before the yeah, 20s, let's say, or before the body is fully developed. Maybe it could be a bit earlier, 17 or so. But um, yeah, for midlife, it's a perfect herb for adults. Definitely also rhodiola, not for children, but you know, I mean, there could be indications if a practitioner recommends it. You always have to see. Yeah, usually not because it has an effect an effect on uh, our sexual hormones, and we don't want to mess with that too early if a child is not yet in um, puberty. Okay, so those would be rhodiola, gokshura. Then let's come to kapikachu which is also known as mukuna so this is also an herb i know it from ayurveda it's available in powder form um, it can be very useful for mood issues especially depressing um, depressive mood issues yeah if you need the uplifting action so kapikachu contains a substance called l-dopa which is a precursor of dopamine of course a very important neurotransmitter in our brain that we need uh, for our good mood to be of a good disposition and being able to function throughout our day so kapikachu does this directly through the l-dopa that's what it's known for it's also a great remedy i think it is gaining some uh, scientific research behind uh, this as a Parkinson treatment and um, yeah for for mental health issues uh, for even epilepsy and other brain issues ADHD it could be beneficial so also very interesting herb is very worth looking into it it also hasn't had the big moment you know it's not so much in the limelight as let's say ashwagandha or other herbs from ayurveda that became very very popular so i think it's still very very underrated that's why i wanted to talk about it here in this podcast so also a great mood elevator and also great herb for libido so yeah i mentioned libido here tons of times in this podcast what has it to do uh, with the pandemic or with our mental health i mean of course if we are if our mental health declines if we are depressive or have anxiety our libido decreases yeah this is kind of a uh, a good indicator you know what's going on yeah so i mean it's it's totally fine what you do with your libido or not you know i'm not saying you know everybody has to have amazing libido uh, but it is a good indicator of health yeah ayurveda recognizes this for example yeah that having good libido and in men it's even more than that you know you need to also be uh, able to sexually perform as opposed to women um so there is also, um, of course, erectile function and all those factors is um, yeah, an important indicator, for example, for heart health in men. Yeah? So if anything declines regarding libido, you can be sure other things are also declining in your body. Yeah? You are heading down the wrong way, let's say. Yeah, of course, this can have also psychological factors and all that. Um, but sometimes it has more physical factors than 
we we think yeah in this case for example yeah it could be of course if you're depressed your libido is probably low yeah if you have a lot of anxiety your libido goes out of the window so um, that's why these herbs you know we don't actually know if they work directly on libido and in what way you know but they just make us feel better and by feeling better our libido comes back so yeah Ayurveda this is a big thing you know it's like Uh, our diet our sleep and libido is actually are three factors in ayurveda you know where you can kind of read uh, read the basic uh, health of a person and and make adjustments to bring all those areas into balance again so kapikachu also great herb for libido L-dopamine, L-dopa, which is the precursor of dopamine, which of course is an important neurotransmitter for our mood. And good old rhodiola, I have often talked about this herb. So this would be my uplifting herbs if uh, the mental health problems are more in the depressive direction. So if you need a calming nervine, yeah, so you need an herb that calms you down because um, you suffer more from anxiety or you can't sleep i have a whole episode here on the podcast about anxiety i mentioned many of my favorite herbs in this podcast so just to recap a few of them quickly yeah there is always the good old skullcap tea it's more widely available in america canada and so forth so it's a native american herb actually but it has found a bit the in yeah it it came it is available in europe let's say you can get it you can make a tea out of it there's also tinctures but i like the basic simple tea form uh, so skull skullcap tea is you know it's just a little bit stronger than let's say or yeah pretty pretty stronger than let's say chamomile or uh, lemon balm or other milder herbs linden you know those all have a calming effect and it's great to drink these teas throughout the day but sometimes you need something a little bit stronger yeah there's also the lavender oil and capsules which i mentioned in the other podcast i think this is a great treatment for anxiety uh, that calms you down and works pretty much within 20 minutes or even faster so um, there are certain you can buy this ready in capsules you can also make your own capsules you can just buy a very high quality essential lavender oil so it has to be the best quality you can find and you buy empty capsules and you just put a few drops you know start with one drop yeah always take it easy and always check your own reaction to something uh, normally you know i would not recommend taking essential oils internally across the board some of them are definitely not safe to take them internally but on the lavender oil internally we have lots of scientific studies to support that it is safe and that it can be very beneficial for anxiety and very little side effects or next to none side effects so you can buy those empty capsules just put a drop or two of the lavender oil in there close the capsule and take it so i would not fill the capsules beforehand because those capsules are the normal capsules you get to put dried herbs in it or some you know, to kind of make your own herbal supplements they're usually not made for liquids yeah for the liquids you have more those gel caps and the um, squishy capsules that are not so easily uh, to fill at home yeah this is more uh, industrial process but what you can do is you take the empty capsules drop two drops in it close it and immediately take it yeah so i wouldn't leave this capsule lying around it will probably dissolve with the oil or i'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen but uh, just take it immediately and that's an easy way to swallow the lavender oil without having it you know i mean you don't want it all over your mouth and kind of burning on your mucosal lining of the mouth you want it quickly down into the stomach and then what happens after 20 minutes you get those nice flowery lavender burps yeah 
<laughs> so then you know it's working. Yeah, this is when the action sets in and it will calm your anxiety. It can help you sleep. It's not my favorite super duper sleep remedy. I'm going to mention this later. Maybe you already know if you know me and the podcast. It's not lavender oil, but for anxiety, yes, lavender oil is amazing. Um, and you could try out filling those capsules, for example, if you have a good lavender essential oil. Just make sure, you know, it's organic and all this, no other substances there uh, mixed in there. So, um, and you can, of course, increase the dose, you know, I mean, I'm not saying two drops is maximum dose. You could use four or six or just fill the capsule or whatever. You just experiment, but always start with a little, yeah, especially if you're doing something like this, taking essential oils internally, yeah. So, of course, my other favorite for anxiety, my top, top favorite, I would say, is ashwagandha. Uh, which you have to take in the dose that works, you know, which means it's not a capsule of 500 milligram. It is probably more by the tablespoon, yeah, or several teaspoons. Um, so ashwagandha is, of course, this is a full adaptogen with all the benefits for the immune system. Of course, we need this in the pandemic also. So this is... Um, a two for one or even a 10 for one, I, I would say, because it does so many things, you know, it regulates our hormones, it regulates stress. And of course, stress is also a factor which leads to poor mental health and which is increased during these times of pandemic. So ashwagandha is also a great pandemic herb across the board for many, many things. Then you might need uh, some temporary sedative, you know, I mean, the sedatives, of course, you wouldn't want to take like the whole day and then just be tired, but you can or take them in lower dose to manage anxiety during the day, like typical sedatives like valerian, hops, poppy seed or California poppy, nutmeg, um, CBD oil. Those can all be used in a moderate um, tiny dose, spread out in tiny doses during the day to manage anxiety. Or you take a higher dose for sleep, for example, at night. Yeah, then you can um, yeah, just basically take the dose that puts you to sleep, roughly said. Yeah, so always start with a little. Um, it's always, yeah, it's it's tricky sometimes to give doses. You know, if you have a valerian tincture, I don't know how potent it is. It depends. Was was it made from the fresh root or the dried, or what is the strength, or you know where was it harvested, or uh, the the time of harvesting. Everything is relevant with herbs. So with some herbs, it's pretty difficult to say. But it's like, let's say you have a valerian tincture, you just use a couple of drops. And I mean, I wouldn't personally, I wouldn't start with like two, three drops. I go more by the dropper full. Yeah. So you squeeze on the squishy top of the bottle and fill uh, the dropper, which usually is just half full if you squeeze. So it's not a dropper full. It's actually not a full dropper full. It's half a dropper full usually or a quarter dropper full. So uh, just start with that, put it in some water and drink it. Observe the effect. If half an hour later you feel nothing with valerian, for example, uh, you can take a bit more and you just increase the dose until you go to bed. You will be nicely relaxed. And uh, valerian is also, it's a great remedy. I like it a lot also, for example, for menstrual cramps. It's really good. So for me, it has also more a relaxing physical effect. It's not so much that it is a sedative and puts you to sleep. It relaxes you, I would say. So it's great for anxiety also in people um, when it works. You know, it might not be the best herb for uh, for some people. So some people don't like the effect that much. It's also very good combined with hops. That's how it's offered here on the pharmaceutical market. You know, like herbal um, pharmaceuticals, for example, that you could buy in a pharmacy here in Europe. We see the combination of valerian and hops very often. 
So it's very effective in this combination. I also have a rather exotic herb from Brazil. It's called Mulungu. Mulungu, I think it's the bark of a tree, if I remember this correctly. And it's also very nice relaxing herbs. I mean, there are many, many, many nice relaxing herbs. Yeah, we call them nervines, calming nervines in herbalism that you could learn about or, you know, see what you have available or what grows outside your door or, um, yeah, in this case. Okay, none of these I mentioned. Yeah, the valerian, I have seen a species of valerian growing here, but I don't know if this is a medicinal species, so I have never actually harvested the root, but it would be a possibility, of course, to look also into local calming herbs or the good old chamomile tea, maybe just a bit higher dose than you normally would, can also work wonders for anxiety and sleep. Of course, my favorite sleep remedy, if you know me, you have heard this before, is nutmeg. So nutmeg is also widely used in Ayurveda as a very safe but very strong sedative. So uh, here the dose is low, okay, yeah. It's just really a pinch. You can start with a pinch of nutmeg that you add to your chai tea in the evening. You know, you take it more in this casual way or add it to your dinner, a pinch or two of nutmeg, or you take it more in an intentional way and great always the fresh nutmeg yeah if you buy it in powder form it's practically useless it loses the active constituents in that case you know I mean, you can still use it for cooking and for the flavor and aroma but medicinally speaking freshly ground only yeah and you start really like with half a gram which would be a pinch or two of the nutmeg and you take this four to six hours before bedtime and then it works for eight hours straight so this gives you a solid good night of sleep yeah i know many of you are thinking why haven't you told me this two years ago i tried okay i tried yeah <laughs> i have my youtube video out about nutmeg since yeah at least a year i think so where I explain the dosage and everything and how to take it, how to prepare it. So you can check out the YouTube channel. It's called Herbal Health by Tamara and uh, see how I prepare my nutmeg for sleep. So it works for eight hours, gives you solid uninterrupted sleep. If that doesn't happen with a pinch or two, you know, you just take a bit more the next day and you just find out the dose that works for you. Okay, so we have pretty much covered our mental health category sleep and immunity yeah of course working on immunity is always important yeah as i said also kind of clearing up all health issues you might have because you do not want to have any comorbidity factors in times of a pandemic or anyway so this is also also good for when this all ends one day um so increasing your immunity all those herbs that I mentioned before that are good for mood issues, rhodiola, gokshura and kapikachu uh, would also support a bit the immunity. Maybe kapikachu, I'm not so sure, but I think also gokshura definitely is also immune strengthening. Rhodiola is very immune strengthening. I mean, I also um, yeah, recommend supplements like vitamin D and zinc and vitamin C, vitamin A. So um, this goes more in the direction of actually preparing for getting the cold or flu or whatever virus it is so i keep this a bit general here this might apply to other pandemics and to just the general cold and flu season and not uh, only strictly to this particular pandemic um, but 
I have made this other episode in my podcast, episode number six. So you can listen to this again, where I share my own journey, my own experience with having COVID Delta variant in July in 2021 and my whole family. So what did we take before, during and after? You can listen to this episode. And lots of you listeners have requested that I create a PDF or some kind of document with all the dosages and all the herbs, because it is a lot. I share a lot of information in this episode. And of course, you want to have it all at one glance because the important thing is to be prepared. Yeah, this is not something you start like you tested positive and now, you know, you have to do something before symptoms get bad or uh, this is too late. You have to be prepared. Okay, so this is not about miracle cures for COVID. This is just putting us in the best place before we get it. Okay, and having all your herbs ready at home when you get it and when you have to actually take something because you caught it okay so now we're in the age of omicron now everybody's gonna get it vaccinated or not so it's good to you know to not wait until the last minute but be prepared yeah so i have created this pdf protocol i have written out the last two afternoons everything for you all the dosages all the herbs i talk about in this episode number six of the podcast which is called i've had it And um, so you can have this PDF file. I put it on my um, donation site. So in the description of this episode, you find a link to my coffee uh, site, which uh, where I um, where you can make a donation to support my podcast and YouTube channel. And you get access to the post where I share the link to the Google Drive where this PDF is located and you can download it. You can also just make a one-off donation. Or you can sign up for the membership, which means it's just a monthly donation and you also get access to weekly posts and videos that are exclusive and where I help you learn more about herbalism. So this uh, are two ways to get this PDF. But actually, I want, you know, there's no condition attached. You can make a donation or not. This is totally optional. You can also just write me an email or um, I have sent this to some of you who have left me a review. So the link to leave a review of this podcast is also in the description. I have sent it to some of you as a thank you for leaving me a review. You can also just reach out to me via email. Just go to my homepage herbalhelp.net to the contact form or my email is tamara at herbalhelp.net and you can just write me an email with a nice feedback or whatever or just saying hi or just saying Hey, I want the PDF and you know, if you like it, you can still make a donation afterwards to thank me, but it's not a condition. I want you to have this information. So I want to make it available to you. So if you give me your email somehow, say hi or on Instagram, for example, Instagram is herbal.help, then I will send you this PDF file for you with all the dosages, all my COVID protocol before, during and after with dosages. So this includes the anti-inflammatories and the immune herbs and the lung tonifying herbs and also COVID aftercare, long COVID, long haul COVID, however you might want to call it, post-viral uh, syndrome. So all these tips in three pages of PDF with uh, for you with dosages. So you have it all in Uh, in one glance. Okay, so we covered mental health, immunity a little bit, um, also referring you back to this other episode and to the PDF I created for you with lots of immune herbs and supplements you can take. Sleep, nutmeg, my old favorite 
and lots of other herbs um, that can just calm you down a little bit calm down the anxiety so the fourth and last point would be herbalism as a life as a lifestyle practice or uh, with the intention to really study herbalism and dig a bit deeper um, this has helped me a lot during the pandemic actually all I did was studying and studying deeper into Ayurveda Chinese medicine working on my uh, herbal consultation practice and all this so I've just focused full-on on this and it's luckily of course something I can do online so um, there was no interruption um, yeah, due to the pandemic luckily so it's a nice way of course also to get outside identify plants learn something about the plants that grow outside you we know about all the amazing benefits you know on our nervous system to go outside be around plants be in nature I don't have to tell you and also um, focusing on something you know learning something new I mean why ruminate and waste all this energy on anxiety or de depression if you could use this mental energy to focus to study something so as soon as you get better by taking some of those herbs i mentioned today and you get over your pandemic fatigue or pandemic depression or pandemic anxiety or whatever you have been struck with in those last two years you have energy free to study herbalism so that's what i want to invite you to so that's my mission here with this podcast and my YouTube channel. And as I said, I've created this little membership program. You can sign up under the link that I will post in the description. So I will create little mini classes and workshops and practical, uh, yeah, practical making of preparations in my kitchen here with you and share this all with you so we can study herbalism together and I can be your guide and teacher. So yeah, herbalism, I think it has been bringing us pretty well through this pandemic if we are open to receive its gifts, its many, many gifts and blessings and benefits on all levels. So way beyond treating COVID, way beyond um, any cold and flu uh, herbal remedies. So yeah, I hope this was interesting for you. I always like to hear from you. So I mentioned my email. I'm just going to say it again. It's tamara at herbalhelp.net. You can find all the links to my website and everything. So um, yeah, it's always really, really nice to hear from you. So send me a message or write me a review. And yeah, check out the PDF I created with all the immune herbs and lung herbs and all those tips with dosages. So you have it when you need it. Stay safe, be healthy, be well, and see you in the next episode. Ciao.